Welcome to the In Bloom podcast. I am Josh Bickford. Today is Wednesday, May the 24th, 2023. This is episode number 31. So this is the 31st time we have gotten together for a cup of coffee and a conversation about what it looks like to thrive in life and in real estate. I'm so glad you joined me today. Uh, This week we have been talking about bridge building and we have been talking about the choice that we have going forward to build a bridge to have an easy walk across the upcoming valley or uh, we've talked about the option that you have to climb your way down the valley and hack your way through the woods and climb your way back up and come out the other side. You know, you're going to look like a mountain man uh, on the other side. Uh, And that's not what we want for you. So um, today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to build on what we talked about yesterday, which was um, looking at the places where you need to build a bridge for your business, looking at the places where you have some exposure to what is coming. Uh, And today we're going to talk about um, when you know you've got your bridge built and when are you going to need it, so to speak. Maybe we'll do those in, in opposite order. So first... Uh, I'm switching it up on you today. I say it's a cup cup of coffee and a conversation. Today I'm drinking herbal tea uh, because I am apparently a hippie. It's a joke. I live in Colorado. There's all kinds of hippie jokes out here. Promise you I do not go to the hot springs and sit in them naked. That's disgusting. <laughs> so when do you know that the bridge you are building has been built? Uh, And I think that this is pretty easy. Uh, Honestly, you've got it a few people through, um, you've you've got it a few people across it. Uh, So if we were going to say uh, assumable mortgages, uh, the knowledge of an assumable mortgage does not build a bridge. Uh, The understanding of what is to come does not build the bridge. What builds the bridge is guiding a few people through the transaction. Uh, Knowing what you don't know, smoothing the process out, delivering excellence. When you've done that uh, and the reaction of those clients uh, thinking that they got a deal that's beyond possible today, that they've got a deal that doesn't exist, that they got the best deal in the world and the seller felt the same way. When you see all of that, um, you're like, okay, okay, we, we've got a way around my problem and we have successfully guided some people through it. You know, the, the subscription model for Apple that we talked about yesterday. Uh, it's not enough to think about it. It's not enough to understand what it is. They put it into place. And Apple, you know, like famously, they've come out there and showed you some things that they're going to do that they never ended up doing uh, because they realized it wasn't going to work or they business model changed or whatever. Um, I think it, like, was it they call it air power or something? They had wireless charging that never showed up. And um, they've had some different things like that throughout the years. Every company has those. Uh, you know, car companies have showed you cars that they said they're going to make that never actually made it to the, uh, to the customer, that kind of stuff. So uh, when you have guided some people, you know, when you have got people to give you money and they have chosen the bridge that you have built, uh, you've got something there, you know, and that, once you've gotten to that place, a lot of fear of the future is gone because you realize that you have created another way uh, to successfully guide people 
you know, through whatever it is that your business does. Um, it, you've got to build the bridge in advance of people showing up to walk across it. I mean, if you think about walking, uh, walking through, not through, you don't walk through a bridge. If you're going to walk over a bridge, and let's just say that you are going to, we'll use the Golden Gate Bridge because everybody knows what that looks like in their head. Not a single person went across that thing prior to it being completed, other than the people that were working on it. Nobody was interested in being the person who tested uh, tested the suspension system. Nobody was interested in, you know, is that going to stand? Whatever. It was the people who worked on it were the only ones on it until it was done. When it was done, then there were people who went across. So uh, you need to be building this bridge right now. Uh, if you have done the work to kind of figure out where you're vulnerable and you have located that and you have said, okay, well, you know, the problem in my market is buyers. Buyer demand is going to be low. Affordability is a problem. Uh, there's a lot of leverage within the system. What is my way around that? And you identified that. It's time to start building. Um, and you start construction with plans. Uh, you need to get a plan in place for it to start. And you need to move quickly because the valley is going to be here sooner than you than you know. Uh, the the car that we'll call it the car that we're riding in is going at a much faster speed than people think it is. So you've identified your problem. You've identified where you're vulnerable. You have identified. Man, it feels like the camera just moved. Maybe it didn't. So you've identified the issues that you have. And now you need to look for where you can begin to build. So I'm because we've talked about it so much on this channel, this is primarily a real estate channel. I'm going to talk about assumable mortgages because we've talked about that. So you're aware of where interest rates are going. You accept where we are. You understand that inflation fights mean higher interest rates. Uh, so that rates are going to continue to climb. You've identified that. You've identified the reason that prices exploded was low interest rates and affordability. And you understand that until property values get in line with interest rates, we have an unaffordability problem. Uh, I just read before we recorded this, four markets in America in this study, obviously it's not every single market, but four markets, uh, the three that I remember off the top, I don't remember what the fourth one was, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. It's cheaper to buy than to rent there. Everywhere else, it is more expensive to, to buy than it is to rent. If you can live in the same house for hundreds or thousands of dollars less per month, what incentive is there to buy? As a renter, you're not responsible when things break. If property taxes go up, which is happening everywhere, you're not responsible for that. The owner is. When insurance premiums go up, again, also happening, it's the owner that is responsible for that, not... It's not the, the renter who's responsible for that. What incentive is there to buy? Problem, right? Like that's the bridge that you're building. You're, you're overcoming the difficulty in buying. That's why assumable mortgages make sense. $4,000 a month versus $1,500 a month. Hmm. Which one, which one makes more sense to you? You know, like obviously it's $1,500.
when you can identify assumable mortgage deals, when you can identify which houses you can list with that and you can show people, hey, rent in this neighborhood is $2,500 a month. You can buy this house for $1,500 a month. You know what people are going to want to do? They're going to want to buy that house because it's cheaper than renting there and that's where they want to live. If you're putting yourself in front of people who are moving into the area or arranging your business in a way that people who are moving into the area are going to see your listings first, such as if they are assumable and you put in the description exactly why that's such a good deal, payment comparison, what it costs per month, all of that. Um, that's a different avenue than people are using right now. That is a bridge that you are building. Then you get a couple of deals under contract. You've prepared the people for the buyer's remorse that they're going to feel before they even start looking. And you check in with them and remind them about the crazy, amazing deal that they just got. And you show them a couple of other deals. And like, look at this. You are saving $1,000 a month versus the people that are pending on this house. You know, you're building excitement within them. Like it's, it's an unbelievable opportunity, unbelievable opportunity for people who are willing to take advantage and build that bridge. Maybe you need to add a subscription model to your business. Maybe you sell a product and it's $1,000 and you think, you know, maybe I should just have people subscribe over six months uh, and charge them a lot less that way. Or maybe, you know, like there's, there's all there's an infinite number of solutions to this for everybody's business. You know, if you're in property management, there's more renters coming. How can you position yourself to be better than everybody else so that when people start looking for a property manager, they find you? They don't find somebody else. Um, again, infinite solutions in all of this. If you are a coffee manufacturer, what can you do to set yourself apart when leverage pulls out of your system, right? I don't know the coffee industry at all, but I know that inflation and leverage are going to dramatically affect it going forward. You know, like they've already dealt with the inflation part. What happens when investors don't want to invest in bigger facilities and, and shipping rates change? Or maybe it's harder to get shipping because you know, those businesses are in trouble. Like what, where are you vulnerable? How did you get around it? What did you build and how did you guide some people through that? Once you have that set, you're ready. Keep pushing people over the bridge and pushing is guiding is the word I'm looking for, but you keep moving people across the bridge. You know, that's kind of like widening it, making it more available to more people. Maybe you need two bridges. Maybe you're a real estate agent. You say, let me get the assumable mortgage thing down and then let me start really building my expertise in the new construction world so that I can see when an opportunity pops the day that it pops. And I can start talking to different people who would be interested in that market because they're cash buyers or whatever. Or maybe you've got people who want to buy a portfolio of those as rentals and they're just waiting for the right time. Uh, that's another another place. Maybe you want to build a property management wing. That's another bridge that you can help people across. Um, you don't. You're not limited to one bridge, of course. You can build lots of them. But once you have guided a few people across them, and you know that you have something, man, like go pour into it. Uh, market that. Market the mess out of that. Increase the number of people you have because. The more people that you get to cross that bridge prior to that bridge being 
the best option for people in your market, uh, the more people will know about it and everything. And then when the thing happens where we realize we're in the valley and we realize that things are going down, you have a smooth, um, you have, you've got a smooth path across the valley. And then people can walk across that and they can land on the other end where everything is good and where we're optimistic about the future and our best days are in front of us. And you helped them to skip the entire bad part because of what you did. Now, maybe you sell cheeseburgers uh, or something, you know, that costs, maybe you run the dollar store and nothing's a dollar right now and you need to find a way back to that. You know, like um, helping somebody buy a cheeseburger isn't going to guide them to the future that's, you know, a few years down the road where everything is optimistic. But you can be a beacon of hope to them. You can show them that goodness exists. You can show them that not everything is unraveling. You can show them that things are blossoming and there is opportunity within what's going on. That, that can be you and you can be a beacon of hope for your community. You can be somebody that's a guide marker that shows things are getting better. Things are improving. Not all is lost. All of that. I mean, it sounds like I'm being really negative and I, I, I really am not. I think the valley we're going to go through, the everything bubble that's popping right now, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on and, you know, a lot of a lot of pain points are being revealed. And I think, um, you know, people in government, people in finance, they, they're going to try to move the pain elsewhere so it's not on them. Uh, don't let them move it on you. Be somebody that causes others to be optimistic. Be somebody that causes others to see goodness and to see hope and grace and I mean, the biggest one, love, like be that person, you know, don't dwell on what's wrong. Focus on what's right. Show them the future that's coming. Show them excellence. Uh, I'm telling you the opportunity for people who can do that that's coming is unbelievable, you know, but you're going to be the fish swimming against the current. You're going to be, you're going to have to find a way to give yourself some space every day uh, to, um, to refresh yourself and to revive yourself and to fill yourself with hope. You've got to find a place for that. Um, the book God Talks by Ed Rush is fantastic. Uh, that's a great exercise. I can't recommend enough. There's a podcast. If you want to go through the exercises without reading the book, cannot recommend it enough. Uh, meditation is a good one where, where you just, you know, it helps. For me, I found that walking, uh, I can't do it here in Denver as much because there's no trees, but uh, in, in Atlanta, when I lived there, man, I'd get out on the trail, maybe it's Kennesaw Mountain, or I'd go on the bike trail near my house, and I'd spend an hour walking by myself. I'd, you know, walk a loop or walk a line straight and back uh, on the trail. And I'd put one song in my ears that really, like, gave me energy that day. And I would get done with that walk, and it was, I was a new person. I was totally refreshed and energized and excited about what was coming next. Uh, one of my friends, Chad, that I used to work with uh, in the mortgage world, he walked and walked and walked. And when he would do his call blocks during the recession before, he would go out on the trail and just walk. And it, it gave him optimism and gave him hope. You know, he, took, he called them God walks that he would do, where he'd go walk up to the top of Kennesaw Mountain on the weekends. 
and it just reinvigorated him. Those are the things we're going to need. Like you got to build a bridge for your customers and for your clients and for your business. You got to build one for yourself too. Um, you've got to make it so that you're excited about today, tomorrow. You're excited about what's coming. Whatever that looks like for you, and it's different for everybody, do that. You know, turn the news off. Get off of social media if those things are dragging you down or remake the algorithm into what you need it to be. Uh, those algorithms can work for you and they can work against you. Uh, my Twitter algorithm works against me, but the one I've got on YouTube is amazing. Like the, the, the algorithm I've got going there feeds me every day. So I actually am liking YouTube more than Twitter now. I never thought I would say that. Um, so build a bridge. Guide some people across it. Make sure it works and then go all in on it. Uh, and build a bridge for yourself too. So important. If you lead people, you've got to lead from a position of strength. If you come into the office every day and you look like hell, um, it's going to spread. You know, the leader's got to be smiling, optimistic, hopeful, you know, clapping your hands. Let's go. Like that's that energy spreads and you want that on your team. So uh, that is our podcast today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to leave the valley behind and we're just going to talk about uh, the future that's coming. And we're going to talk about the other side of your bridge and what that looks like. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for the time that we get to spend together every day. Uh, I know your time is valuable and um, you can drink too much coffee. So I, I appreciate you. If you got value today, uh, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. Uh, we're live every Monday through Thursday, uh, 9 a.m. Mountain on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I upload later to Facebook and to the audio platform of your choice. I would love to hear from you. Uh, you can contact me, josh at joshbickford.com is my email or on the links in the description below. Would love to hear what bridge you are building and how you see your business making it through making it across the valley what bridges are you providing for your customers for your employees for yourself um, it's a discussion we really need to have right now uh, within the business community and within you know for us a lot of us it's real estate um, you don't need to be the only bridge you know there is any city that there's one bridge across the river that's a problem um, you've got to have multiple multiple options so you know, don't don't be concerned with your competition. Champion them. Help them be better, too. Uh, in real estate, the better we serve our clients, the better the whole industry looks. Uh, I really believe that. So um, I hope you have one of the best days of your life today. Um, go do something great and give yourself a few minutes to, uh, to work on that bridge for yourself. God bless you. And tomorrow... I will see you at 9 a.m. Mountain for episode number 32. Cheers.